This is Be Known, and I'm Kara Faubacher. You're listening to episode 92. We were made for relationship, but so often the relationships that we have in our lives broken. And when our relationships get broken, we do too. One of our deepest human desires is to be known, but we often have lost ourselves along the way. This is a podcast to help you get your relationships back to a place of wholeness, a place of authentic connection where you feel truly known. So come on in and sit a while. Let's exchange fear for love and finally see what good relationships are made of. I'll be the first to admit When I was young, I wasn't always great at friendship. Like, it's cringy to think about, but I'm no longer going to be unkind to a former version of myself that didn't know what this version knows. Y'all know I've said that before, and I'm going to say it again. So today isn't about me expressing all the cringy, regretful ways I was and was not a friend. And it's not about the cringy ways my friends were either. We were young and immature. Our brains weren't fully developed. We were egocentric and not great at thinking about others and how they'd feel all the time. And we didn't know much about true friendship. How to have true friends and how to be true friends. I'm still learning this, if I'm honest. I have some teenage clients who are some of my favorites. I love their raw, unfiltered honesty. I love hearing about their lives, but it's their friendships and dating lives that often have me like, huh? (laughs) I forget that I was once their age. I once had similar ideas of what good friendship was. I once thought I knew, just like them. So today, per a listener's request, I'm going to tell you some of the things I wish I knew about friendship when I was younger. This may be helpful if you know or love a young person, even a young adult. Or if you are a young person, young adult. Now, I do know that I am still technically, I guess, a young adult. But now that I'm in my mid-30s, I don't know if I can claim that title anymore. But yes, for some listeners, I know that maybe you would consider me still a young adult. And so I'll humbly say, yep, I still got a lot to learn about friendship too. So I will share these things that I wish I knew about friendship when I was younger with the understanding that our brains are not fully developed until the mid-20s. And I'm sharing these with grace. Grace for these young people, the kind of grace that I'm glad many have shed me over the years, too. Without further ado, here we go. Number one, we don't need to be friends with everyone, and we need to be clear about who our friends are. This seems obvious, but just because someone's around you or is willing to hang out doesn't mean you have to be friends acquaintances aren't the same thing as friends. Now, young people today have all kinds of lingo that they use to describe relationships, and I am not going to lie, I don't know any of that lingo, so I'm using my adult lingo here. Forgive me if you're a young person and you're like, I don't know what any of that means. Like the word acquaintance, for example. 
An acquaintance is just somebody you spend time with but don't really know very well. They're not a friend, okay? So just because you get along, laugh at the same things, watch the same shows, have a lot of mutual people you know, doesn't mean you're friends. Just because you're in the same class or youth group or on the same team or hang out in each other's dorm room doesn't mean you're friends. I think we throw around that term so loosely. Maybe it's just because we don't know what else to call people when we're describing them. And that's fair enough. But I do think we throw around that term too loosely. So loosely that when those so-called friends do something we don't like, we're mad or disappointed. But hear me out. Our expectations of acquaintances should never be the same expectations we have of our friends. The distinction is important. A friend is someone who takes the time to get to know you, who you really are, past your common interests, who is intentional to spend a lot of time with you, who knows about your family and your inner struggles and your fears and your heartbreak and your beliefs, who knows what you're into and who you like and your goals and desires. If we expect someone who's an acquaintance to be the same, my goodness, we'll be hurt and angry and disappointed all the time. So just to recap on that one, we don't need to be friends with everyone and we need to be clear about who our friends are. Number two, friends are safe people. I'm not going to go into all this right now because I already have an episode 43 safe people, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that episode where I walk through more specifics of who are safe people and who aren't. Or if you're a reader, you can read the book by Cloud and Townsend called Safe People. But in a nutshell, safe people are trustworthy, kind, non-judgmental. They're honest. They're true to who they are and don't manipulate or treat others as though they're beneath them. They're good listeners and apologize when they do wrong and are willing to talk to you about their lives and go into deeper conversations with you. They're understanding and helpful and accepting of who you are. They aren't going to talk bad about you or betray you. They care deeply about you. That's just to name a few. Are friends perfect? No but they are safe. Number three, we can be friends with people who are different than we are. Some of you may be like, I already know this. You're preaching to the choir here. But I feel like growing up, especially growing up in church, it kind of made me think that I didn't need to be friends with people who were different than me, especially the quote-unquote bad kids. So, I was pretty judgmental for a long time and even rude to some of those people who I thought were quote-unquote bad. Yes, if you um, are following Jesus, the Bible is clear about being wise about the company you keep in many different places, but Jesus himself spent time with the bad ones and because of the cross calls all of us friends who believe in and follow him. 
And we also need to be careful not to assume different is bad. Some people may not be people you want to spend a lot of time with, and that's fine. But it's good and healthy to become friends with people who think differently, who believe differently, who may be of a different race or ethnicity, whose families look different than yours. After I got my head out of my butt, I became friends with a girl in my class in high school. This girl couldn't have been more different and definitely didn't share my same belief system. But instead of judging her and staying away like I had before, I just was my true self and let her be her true self. If you are a Christian listening in this space, let me tell you something. Heaven isn't going to have a whole bunch of clones of you in it. So, be friends with people who aren't like you sometimes. Stay true to who you are and what you believe and think, which, P.S., means you need to take the time to get to know yourself and what you think and believe. But be open to let others do the same. Number four, friendship changes over time, which means some friendships will naturally fade away. Now, of course, some friendships will end a lot more harshly than that because of some hurt or something that has happened. But man, I wish I'd known this. A lot of my high school friendships specifically faded away or drastically ended because of a boy and usually because of me with a boy and I am the first to admit that also because I didn't keep up well with people after I moved to college what I wish I'd known though is that some friends are in your life for a season and not for a lifetime that doesn't always mean you're a terrible friend because a friendship goes away or fades away or isn't the same It could mean you did something, or the other person did something, but it may not. If you did, I hope you'll apologize, but just know some friends will last a long, long time, and some will be for a short time. They will be what you need in that short time, and when that time is over, instead of ruminating on what went wrong, we can remember how much we loved that friendship in that time and why. Some things that can lead to a natural fading of a friendship are time, distance, being in different seasons of life, and personal growth. People change. Situations change, which means friendship will change too. And finally, number five, friendship should be a reciprocal relationship. Friendship needs to be reciprocal. Ugh, I can't tell you how many stories I hear all the time about out-of-balance relationships. One gives so much and the other takes. There is one who calls most, texts most, makes the plans. One who expects the other to bend over backward for him but isn't willing to do the same. One who talks and makes the other listen. Sure, there are seasons when friendship won't be balanced because of hard things people walk through, but as a whole, You want to aim for friendships that are reciprocal, mutual, and begin to set better boundaries, hello, if they aren't. I know, I know, there's probably 
so much more here that I didn't say. But I hope, I truly, truly hope that this is a good place for you to start. You know, I'm so thankful that you have chosen to sit a while with me today, friend. I trust that knowing these things about friendship will help you take a step toward wholeness so you can finally see what good relationships are made of. And I just want to have a moment to say thank you to our listeners here. Just in the past four weeks, my wee little podcast has had over 850 downloads, which means over 850 plays of episodes. And I am so grateful. We have just crossed over the 12,000 downloads mark, and I am so pumped to be in this journey with you. Yes, I just aged myself because I said pumped. Okay, if you're a young person listening, you can laugh and giggle all at me. But I just wanted to say thank you for my listeners because you are getting this podcast out into the world just by listening. Because the more you listen, the more podcast platforms will be able to show the podcast to the world. You want to do me a favor to help me out even more? If you have listened to an episode of the podcast and think it'd be helpful for the world or at least your social media followers and friends, will you share it? Don't forget to tag me at Kara Fabacher and use the hashtag be known the podcast, all one word. To finish up, the transcript for this episode will be on the podcast page on my website, karafabacher.com. A big thanks to my friend Robert Hargrove for creating the music for the show and the team at Wildfire Creative Company for editing. Until next time, friend, I'll see you soon.